0: Let's talk about test anxiety, ladies and gentlemen. Test anxiety. right? because I got somebody that sent me a message. Uh, I've gotten quite a few of these messages and I've avoided them because I'm not a doctor. So I don't want to be going out giving uh so-called medical opinions when I've never been to medical school. <laughs> so. I've avoided this question, but, you know, we're going to talk about it. And before we talk about it, let's let me let me explain to you guys how this whole certification thing works. Right. So. Say you got like 100 people, 100 random people that are interested in learning a certification, Now, this is based off of all of my years of teaching this stuff. Like I say, I taught this for four and a half years in the military. Been doing this two and a half years on the Internet. So that's like seven years total I've been doing this. And I've noticed a trend with people. So let's just say there is you have 100 people that are going to learn a certification, right? Out of those 100 people, you'll probably have about 45 people that'll look at That'll say they're interested in the course, look at what's going to be taking place in the course and then decide the course isn't for them. Like that's going to be about 45 people. You will have another 45 people. They'll look at the course and they'll actually sign up, go through the material, but they'll constantly stop and start, stop and start, stop and start to the point where they never actually complete the course or they get so far off track that they're going to eventually have to start over if they're serious about going through the course. So that's about 90% of the people that go through any type of IT course. I don't care if it's IT fundamentals or some advanced um, vendor neutral uh, specific type of course, right? So that leaves about 10% left over. Out of that 10%, you'll have about 5% or five people. They'll go through the entire course like a champion, study, do everything they got to do. But then they'll freeze up when it's time to go take that test. Meaning meaning they'll never actually sign up to go pay for the test to take the exam or They'll just find some excuse to prevent them from taking a test. And then you got that last 5% or five people. These last five people, they'll go through and do everything you tell them to do. Go through the course, study, do whatever they got to do. Schedule their exam, go take their exam, and they'll pass. Some might fail the first time, and they'll go back and do it again and pass the second or third time. But those 5%, that those five people out of the 100, that, that's pretty much, you know, they'll go through and do everything you say you do, and they'll come out okay on the end. Like, that's kind of how the numbers tend to break down based off of what I've seen over the years. So I want to focus on that first 5%. The first 5% who will go through the course, but they will never go take the exam. And so based off of my non-medical, never having been to med school before opinion i believe that these people suffer from test anxiety right and so i'm gonna read this little email here that i got from somebody who appears to be suffering from test anxiety because like i said i've had people ask me this before but being that i'm not a doctor i'm not giving out medical uh opinions and if you hear a lawnmower going off my neighbor is uh 730 right now cutting his grass for some reason. I have no idea why when it's about to start raining. All right, this dude says, Um, this is this is from Ralph. Shout out to Ralph. He says, Hey, tech G, I love your YouTube page, as you should. <laughs> but he says, Hey, I love your YouTube page. I wanted to ask a question. He says, I took part one of the A, took me two tries, but I passed. First time I had scored 650. I think I needed 670 or 680 to pass once it says once I passed, uh, I was studying for part two, but I found a tech job. It's been seven months since I've been working and I wanted to get part two out of the way, but I became the 5% you talk about that did the class, but, uh, but it's scared to fail and he's scared to pay for the tests and miss what scared to pay for the tests and miss the deadline for the A+ plus 1002 being expired. All right. So basically he's scared to go take the software exam. He's already passed the hardware, he found a job. I guess he got distracted with work, I don't know. But he went through the software test, studied for it and never and, and is scared to take the test for whatever reason. All right? He says I use your course to study and use some other materials um and he says he did a boot camp which helped him cover what he missed on the first test he says i don't know man clearly i'm just lost again he says he's at a help desk now so he knows a lot of stuff just based off of his current experience so he wants some advice on what to do all right so once again your man's here ralph took the a plus hardware failed it the first time went back and passed it and then he says he went through the software exam and he's terrified to go take the test, right? So, Josh falls into that five percent I was just talking about. So, I'm gonna rewind this one more time in case you're new in here and you miss what I was talking about. So, I said, out of I said, you take a 100 random people that are studying for an IT certification. This is how the numbers are probably going to break down as to who actually gets certified. You'll have about 45 of those 100 that will look at the course material after expressing interest in taking the course. They'll look at the course material, and they'll decide right then and there on the spot that IT is not for them. Never having even taken a class, right? You have another 45 or so. They'll look at the course material, sign up, start going through the course material. But they'll just keep stopping and starting, stopping and starting to the point where, They never actually go through the course. And then they drug this thing out so long, they're probably going to have to start all over from scratch. You have another 5%. They'll sign up, go through the entire course like a champion, but they're scared to take the test. And then you have that remaining 5%. They'll go through, sign up for the course, go through the course, do everything you tell them to do, go down there take the test and pass the test and become certified. So now I want to talk about that first 5% that go through the course but they never take the test and it's my personal belief they suffer from test anxiety so i'm going to give you some solutions on how to deal with test anxiety um coming from some medical professionals right not me because i'm not a doctor never went to medical school i don't even know if i took a biology class i can't even remember um so let me pull this up so y'all can get some uh some expertise out in these streets, right? And this is coming from somebody with a PhD, right? So this is what they say. And I agree with a lot of this stuff because I've actually implemented a lot of this stuff in my own personal life, even though I didn't realize I was doing it. So here's some strategies on how to reduce your test anxiety, right? First thing you need to do is learn how to study efficiently, all right? So I just did my last live stream or my last video or whatever I uploaded two videos ago where I was actually telling you guys how I personally study for IT certifications and how that's helped me and how I've taught other people to do that and how it's helped them. So you need to learn how to study efficiently. Now, this could be a little tricky um, because, well, let me me get to, I'm going to combine one and two because number two says study early and in similar places. and so. What I mean is I'm the type of person when I study for something, I need absolute silence. I can't have any distractions around me, no kids, no random pets, no random whatever going off. I cannot focus on anything if there's noise going on around me. Right. That's just how I I personally get down. But I've known people that can study in complete chaos. And the best example of this I can give is when I was um, I was a freshman in college back in 1998, Tuskegee University. There was this dude from DC named Ant uh, Anthony. We used to call him Ant. Ant. He lived about four or five dorm rooms down from me, and Ant he was known as he he would always have the uh, what we call the high speed cigarettes. <laughs> He would be in there getting blazed up all the time. Everybody would go to his room, uh, you know, because that's what we used to do back in the day. We all used to go to his room and uh, participate in the festivities. Well, while we were participating in the festivities, Ant would be in there studying for calculus. He would have the music booming, playing his go-go music, because that's when I first got introduced to go-go music was through him. He would have the go-go music playing. You'd have about two, three dudes in there lighting up L's, passing them around. He and there in the rotation, just going around and around. But while he's doing this, he got his books open and he's studying, doing his calculus homework. And I remember sitting there thinking like, how in the world is this dude studying when he got high speed cigarettes floating around the room and go-go music just blasting. And I was like, there's no way in the world this dude's going to pass. Well, When it was time for the report cards to come out, Ant had straight A's, straight A's and everything. And every time I've seen him study, he was always studying when he was getting high and playing music. So learning how to study efficiently, that's highly subjective. And I guess that's based on what your preferences are. Me, I have to do it in dead silence, but I know people that can study with complete chaos and confusion around them. And like I say, that ties into studying early and in similar places, me, I like to study in the same spot. I don't like switching up the spot. I, you know, I, I, I just, I, I find comfort in in uh, things that don't really change too much when it comes to studying. Um, but some people, they can, they can just do it in complete chaos and confusion. Another thing that the Mayo Clinic says you need to do, they say you need to establish a consistent pretest test routine. So learn what works for you and follow the same steps each time you get ready to take a test, this will ease your stress level and help ensure that you are well prepared. So I talked about this in that last video, how to study for a Comp T exam, I stated in that video, how I study, I write notes, I highlight, before I go to the next lesson, I review my highlights, and then I go to the next lesson, write notes, highlight, before I go to the third lesson, I go back and review the first and second highlights, and then you know just do that all the way through the lessons. That's my routine for helping me to study. And then I also try to dedicate at least 30 minutes to an hour a day, if possible. So if you're one of these people suffering test anxiety, I suggest you find a way to implement that into your life as well. This one says, talk to your teacher. Make sure you understand what's going on, uh, what's going to be on each test and know how to prepare. In addition, let your teacher know that you feel anxious when you take tests. He or she may have suggestions to help you succeed. Um, well, I guess this is a form of talking to a teacher. I guess I don't know, or you can find somebody, a mentor around you, a trusted individual that can ease and comfort you. Then it says learn relaxation techniques to help you stay calm and confident right before and during the test. Perform relaxation techniques such as deep breathing, relaxing your muscles one at a time, or closing your eyes and imagining a positive outcome. I actually do this now. Like I said, I didn't know I was doing this when you know when i was doing it but this is what i actually do so before i go take a major exam i mean i've been doing this probably since high school i would always just breathe in breathe out try to relax my body it was just i don't know it was just something i don't even know who i learned it from that was just something that i've always done i did this in the military when i used to go take these pt tests where we have to do push-ups sit-ups run two miles or whatever the case may be before i had to go down there and start banging out my two minutes worth of push-ups or sit-ups i go for my two mile run. I'll always do these breathing routines to help calm myself down and get me mentally psyched up to go out there and try to give the best performance I can I can do. All right. Another thing they say to do to deal with test anxiety is eat and drink it says your brain needs fuel to function, eat the day of the test and drink plenty of water, avoid sugary drinks such as soda, which can cause your blood sugar to peak uh, and then drop. Or caffeinated beverages such as energy drinks and coffee or coffee, which can call which can increase anxiety. Drink water. Um, me, if I don't drink enough water, I start getting headaches, right? It just instantly comes on, like up. Oh, I need to go chug a ball of water because I'm getting headaches. But drink water. We used to hear this all the time when I was in the military. Drink water, drink water. That's just something that's kind of been implemented into my life, even though currently I'm not drinking as much water as I should be, but whatever. But eat food. Eat healthy foods uh, if you can drink water. I, I remember this one time I was dating this girl in the army long before I met the wife. <laughs> but I was dating this girl and she decided she had a PT test the uh, the next day and she was nervous about the PT test. So to calm her nerves, she decides to go to the store and buy half a pint of ice cream and just start gobbling the ice cream down. And then when it came down to her to take the PT test the next day, she messed around and failed the test. Um, I guess her nerves kicked in. I guess the ice cream may start messing with her stomach because she was lactose intolerant. I don't know what the case was, but regardless, eat healthy, drink water. According to the Mayo Clinic, they say that will help ease your test anxiety. And, you know, if you're an average American out there, we all know that a lot of us aren't eating as healthy as we should. And we're probably out there chugging sugary drinks uh, like it's going out of style. So if you know you got a test coming up, I would say load up on the water and the healthy foods. Next one, it says get exercise. Regular aerobic exercise and exercising one day on, on exam day can release tension. This is something we all should be doing. Believe it or not, Tech G used to work out a lot. I don't put some weight on since I got out the army, but we're changing that. But go out there and work out, man. Exercise has been proven to uh, lower your stress levels. And I guess according to this, it can help deal with anxiety as well. So go exercise. I'll give you an example of this. Going back to the Army, I remember back in 2003, I was in airborne school down at Fort Benning, learning how to jump out of airplanes. Three weeks of training to go jump out of a dog on airplane. I remember the day we had to go do our first jump put us in our little, uh, strapped us in our parachutes, walked us into the back of that plane. And I think I was the uh, last person to go out on the right side of the plane. And I'm not going to sit here and lie. I was terrified. I thought I was going to die. Right. But as soon as I got to the door, I didn't even hesitate. I just jumped out. I was like, well, if, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. But thinking back on it now, I think when I got to that door and me not fearing jumping out of a plane that's flying 500 miles in the sky or whatever, it is, 500 miles per hour, I want to say my fitness levels probably played a major factor in that, in terms of reducing my overall stress levels and, and just saying, Hey, I'm just going to accept whatever the outcome is because I had been, you know, back in them days, I would run two miles, 14 minutes, three miles, 21 minutes. We was getting it in back in the day, but I think that probably played a lot in lowering my my anxiety for that, quote, unquote, test of jumping out of an airplane. Another one says get plenty of sleep. So sleep is directly related to academic performance. Preteens and teenagers especially need to get regular solid sleep. But adults need a good night's sleep, too, for optimal work performance. Um, they say you should get eight hours a day, seven, eight hours. I don't know. I think I average about maybe five, five and a half, six hours uh, on the weekends. I'll go ahead and sleep in longer, but you should get plenty of sleep, man. But, you know, my body, I've built up a tolerance over the years of uh, going off of like five, six hours of sleep, courtesy of my time in the military. But for those of you who've never served, we had to work those crazy hours. Uh, you might want to figure out how to get some good sleep in your life. Also. I would, I would suggest you invest in a good bed. Like some people ask me, um, somebody asked me about my bed the other day. I don't even know how we got talking about this, but somebody asked me how, how much I paid for. So basically I got an $8,000 bed upstairs in my master bedroom. Right. And people like, why would you pay that much money for a bed? Well, it's my firm belief that let's just say I sleep eight hours a day. Every single day. That means I will spend a third of my life lying in this bed sleeping. So I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay top dollar, as much as I can afford, for the best, most comfortable bed. And this bed it comes with all the bells and whistles. But guess what? Those bells and whistles, as soon as I get in that bed and close my eyes, probably within about five, 10 minutes, I'm out like a light. I'm, I'm like gone. I'm asleep. Compare that to my old mattress. I'd be tossing and turning flipping and falling out the bed and all kind of crap. It just wasn't good for me. And I think that probably caused issues with why I got so accustomed to sleeping four or five hours a night because I actually wasn't sleeping properly like I should. So anyways, we kind of got sidetracked about the whole bed thing. But the point is, do whatever you got to do to get a good night's worth of sleep, especially when you know you got a, a major exam coming up. Right. Next word says. Uh, don't ignore a learning disability. So test anxiety may improve by addressing an underlying condition that interferes with your ability to learn, focus or concentrate, uh, for example, ADHD or dyslexia. So this is something you're probably going to have to go talk to a medical professional about if you got to get diagnosed or whatever the case may be. But for those, cause I, somebody actually left me a comment asking specifically about this, and I found a reference link on the Pearson, Pearson View testing site that will accommodate people who have special needs when it comes to taking these exams. Because what it is, when you go in there and take these exams, A-plus, network-plus, security-plus, they're 90-minute exams, right? You go in there, you empty out your pockets, you go sit in this little cubicle-looking thing, they got a camera in there, or if they don't have a camera, they have a person in there watching you take the test the entire time. Um, can't bring your phone, keys, nothing in there. You got 90 minutes to bang out this test and and hopefully pass. Well, what if you got some type of learning disability where you, just like this thing says you got ADHD, dyslexia, or, you know, something else that's going on out there that I'm not familiar with because I'm not a doctor. Well, on Pearson VUE, like I said, I'll post the link to this in the the, the description of this video. But Pearson VUE, they actually do make accommodations for people who, have special needs when it comes to learning to where they may need extra time. Like they they might need a full two hours to take the exam or something like that. But I think in order for those accommodations to be met, I believe on that website, they said you have to submit some type of medical documentation from a doctor stating that this is what's going on with you. And then last but not least, it says, last but not least, it says, see a professional counselor. Go get some therapy in your life, right? you know, or talk to a psychologist or some type of mental health professional that can help you work through your feelings, thoughts, and uh, behaviors that may cause anxiety. Now, believe it or not, your boy Tech G has gone to a therapist before, not for test anxiety, but because I was diagnosed with PTSD when I came back from Afghanistan back in 2011. So I spent about a good year, or some change once every two weeks going through a therapist and letting my feels fly. I probably got to go back again, but um, therapy is good. I guess it can help with uh, anxiety because I believe that there was a matter of fact. My therapist said I was dealing with anxiety issues. And shout out to my man Retro. So when I was in, the, so I went to therapy because it was like, yo, you got you got PTSD. I was like, really, I do. So I I got to go in there and do the whole, you know, lay on the couch, get my lollipop, and all that stuff, right? But during the during the thing, I learned that this, this dude was telling me you sound like you got you're suffering also from anxiety. And he was giving me some pointers and tips on how to deal with anxiety. And some of these tips came straight off this website or some of the things that this doctor was telling me. Right. So, point is uh therapy, if, if you need it, if, if you feel like it's that bad and it's hindering you from going to take these exams because you're nervous, because you know, let's just keep it a buck. It can be nerve wracking to take these tests because these tests aren't cheap, especially when you're dealing with the Comp T exams. These things can cost a few hundred dollars depending upon what test you take. And you know that if you don't properly study or you don't show up to take that test, you're going to lose your money, right? Or, you know, we, we all know this, or at least you should know this. If you don't know this by now, you know it now. You're going to find out right then and there after you finish that test and hit submit, About 30 seconds later, you're going to find out if you passed that exam or failed that exam. That could be a little nerve-wracking for some people to where they will get scared to take the test. So if it's that bad to the point where you're like having cold sweats and nightmares, you might want to go seek professional help, right? Because I can't do nothing for you, right? Because I'm just a dude that teaches IT. I'm not a medical doctor. But anyway, these are some of the things, according to the Mayo Clinic, Written by this dude with a PhD named Craig Sawchuck that says you can deal how you can deal with test anxiety if you fall into that category of people that will sign up for a certification course, go through, study, learn everything you can learn, but you freeze up and do not go take the exam. Like I said earlier, this is about 5% of people out of 100 people. You have about 45 They'll say they're interested, look at the material, and they'll be like, nope, I don't want to learn IT. They'll have another 45, look at the material, sign up, go through it, and they'll just drag the process out. They'll never go take a test to the point where they got to start all over again if they were serious about ever learning IT. Then you have about 5% of those people, or five of those 100 people, they'll go through, sign up, go through the entire course, but they'll freeze up and never take the test. And then you have the remaining five. go through, do everything you tell them to do, go take the test, pass the flying colors and get certified. But those first five that freeze up and take the test is my belief that a lot of y'all suffer from test anxiety. That's what I think it is. You're nervous to take the test. Understandably so, because like I said earlier, you know, you go take an A plus exam, you're looking at like 200 something dollars. I think if you get it through me, Your voucher, you'll only pay like two hundred and twenty-two dollars. You get it straight off the comp to your website. You'll pay like two hundred and thirty-nine, right? But anyway, let's just say you got it through me. You paid, you sent me two hundred and twenty-two dollars, right? And I give you your voucher. Well, that's two hundred and twenty-two dollars that you know you got to pay for to go take an exam. And like I say, you find out right then and there if you failed or passed on the spot. And no matter how much preparation you may go through, everybody's going to be nervous. But I think it's how you deal with the anxiety, which can help pro- hopefully produce the positive result. And this this website right here on the Mayo Clinic, like you say, you, you just do a Google search for this. You can find it. They list some things you can do. Learn how to study efficiently. Study, in, study early and in similar places. Like this whole study early thing is important as well. Because I've noticed a lot of people, they'll try to study an exam in like one week. I don't really know too many people that can successfully do that. I mean, I, I'm not saying that it can't be done. I, obviously, I've seen people do it. But the majority of people that I know that study for exams and, and pass them, let's just go with the A-plus or the Network Plus, one, one of those tests, right? They normally study for that test for about at least one month, anywhere between 30 to 60 days. As a matter of fact, that's actually what I recommend people do especially those of y'all who sign up for my study materials. I actually tell people allocate 30 to 60 days to take this exam. Uh, I don't recommend people trying to knock all this stuff out in one or two weeks, just trying to cram information to your brain. I just don't know. I don't, I don't see too many people that are successful with doing that, but if you can, hey, what's up y'all, if you can allocate 30 to 60 days, get yourself on a routine in a schedule learn how to properly uh, study efficiently, come up with a routine and, you know, find you a little happy place. Um, you know, you got little, you got little stars around you, little fluffy things. I, I don't know, whatever it is that you do, man, go in there, get it in and, and dedicate about a good 30 to 60 days. So you don't have to rush and cram and jam all this stuff into your brain to go past. Because my biggest thing, like I told you guys in the other video is, you should be learning these certifications or you should be studying these certifications for comprehension first meaning you're learning this stuff so you can actually understand what the heck it is you're learning instead of you just trying to memorize a bunch of information just so you can pass a test like i say i don't know too many people that can successfully memorize a bunch of information and go pass a test but It's my firm belief. If you learn with the intention of trying to comprehend and understand this stuff, that will make the memorization part easier because at least it works. It's been working for me for years. Right. This thing talked about relaxation techniques, eating right, getting exercise and getting plenty of sleep. You know, we've heard this stuff for years. Um, Obviously, a lot of us need to exercise more. I'm one of them. We need to eat healthier. I'm one of them. <laughs> but I, I do know a little bit about relaxation techniques. I've been applying this for like literally years. And like I said, I didn't even realize I was doing it. I just thought this is just something that worked for me, not knowing that this was something that medical professionals recommended. So um, learn, you know, deep breathing, go out there, and get you some yoga, you know, go for a little jog, do whatever it is you got to do, man. But these are some things I'll post a link to this website in the uh, description as well. well. these are some things that you guys can do to overcome test anxiety so you can get thoroughly uh, prepared for these exams, go out there and pass them, be a part of the, the 5% that actually go through an entire course and successfully pass these exams. So you can go out there and get you a job and start making the big bucks in IT, all right? So that's all I really want to talk about Hopefully somebody got something useful out of this information. If not, then I don't know what to tell you. But uh, anyway, so shout out to my man, Ralph. Hopefully I answered your question, Ralph. And hopefully, Ralph, you take this information and you go in there and successfully pass software. Because here's the thing, Ralph. I don't really know if you suffer test anxiety. I mean, you sound like you do. But then you stated you already went and passed the first A-plus test. You said you failed it the first time. And then went back and took it and then passed it. But now you're you're kind of freezing up on the software exam. So I don't, I mean, I don't know if you're like a full-blown case of test anxiety because you've already demonstrated that you can go in there and pass one of these exams. So you you might have a twinge of test anxiety in there, but you know, my method, my my belief is you know, just like the just like the Nike slogan, just go in there and do it. I mean Just go in there and do it. If you feel like if only, you know, if you've been actually thoroughly preparing and doing what you got to do to pass these tests. And if you feel like you have, well, you just got to go in there and take the test and see how you do. And if you fail, don't sweat that Because that's another thing. People, because somebody sent me. Who was it? Somebody sent me a message. I don't know. It was on Instagram or something. I don't know. And shout out to those of y'all who send me messages on Instagram and I don't reply to them till like two or three weeks later. I keep forgetting to check Instagram. I'm not really on there all that often. If you guys really want to reach out and contact me, my email is probably the best way to get me tech at gmail.com Instagram messages. I, I'll be honest. I forget to check them. And so I went through and I checked them last night and I was like, there's like six messages in there that were sent to me like two or three weeks ago. So I went through and responded to all of them. And I think one of them mentioned something about, um, what'd they say? They said something about, it wasn't test anxiety. It was, uh, I can't even remember. What was it? Somebody mentioned something. I, I can't remember. I, I, I told, I just can't remember what they said. It, it was, it was something. What was that question? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody said something about them failing a test, right? So here's the thing, right? Failing a test in IT is not uncommon. I have failed it test before i failed the a plus test the very first time i took it because i didn't go in there and properly prepare and study i failed it i wasted like what was the test back then when i took it it wasn't over 200 but it was close but anyways long time ago i failed it because i didn't go in there and properly prepare so all i can say is if you, if you failed a certification exam welcome to the club a lot of us have failed certification exams you know those of us that teach these courses a lot of us have failed but we just learned from our mistakes and, you know, went in there and tried again. And you know, the majority of us came out victorious, to include myself. So, you know, it's not a big deal to fail. It becomes a big deal if you keep failing over and over again, because then you got to really sit there and examine, like, all right, what's really going on? Is it just study habits? Do you have, like, special needs that need to be addressed by a medical professional? Or, you know, like, what's really going on? But failing a test once and maybe twice. Is not uncommon, but you start getting into that three, uh, you know, beyond three thing, then we, we got to really examine some things here because now you're just wasting a lot of money at this point. But uh, yeah, I felt certification exam, so it's not a big deal. You just go back in there. Try again, man. Study a little harder. Figure out. Try to identify your weaknesses and go in there and bang it out. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. You dig? Uh, let me see. What else? I think that was all I wanted to talk about. Test anxiety, failing tests. I think that was it. And addressing these Instagram messages that I'd be forgetting to check. All right. So I think that's it, y'all. I think that's all I really wanted to talk about. Um, Probably tomorrow I'll post a link to this week's quiz. I think we're doing Security Plus this week. That'll be this week's quiz Sunday five o'clock unless Mother Nature says otherwise because we've been getting a lot of thunderstorms down here lately or unless I got something else going on but I'll let you know but I'll post a link tomorrow tentatively Sunday five o'clock five o'clock p.m. we'll go through do the security plus review I'll have the com uh, in the comments of that link I'll have the videos pinned that you need to go watch. Um, and obviously, those videos will be available to all of y'all that are signed up for a Tech G membership. So if you're not on the Tech G membership, I suggest you get on it so you can get access to all these wonderful slideshows that I've been putting together. The world's greatest slideshows, right? Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I really want to talk about. I don't think I have anything else to say. Let me, let me, let me go through my mental Rolodex Nope, I think that's it. All right, any questions before I roll? Anybody? Shout out to Earl. Shout out to feeling lonely. Yx, feeling lonely. X. I need you to get a new name there, buddy. Feeling lonely. X. You need to go. (laughs) Shout out to Retro Five. So, any questions for our roll? Appreciate everybody that's been subscribing to the channel. Appreciate everybody that's been sharing the videos, telling other people. that come holler at your boy Tech G if they want to get a certification. I appreciate all that. Um, some of y'all do send me messages letting me know. I appreciate all that. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, I'm about to chuck deuces on y'all, and we will do this again whenever we do this again. So hit the like button, subscribe, share this video, join the membership, go to Tech G, get you some study materials in your life, I got the IT fundamentals up. I'm about to put this A-plus up there. With that, y'all be safe out in them streets. All right? Peace.